All right, what's up, FNBA Nation? Bill Brower here, and in this episode, I had the opportunity to speak with Rob Garrison at the 126th annual FNBA convention at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. And we talked about a how-to guide for discharging student loan debt after 10 years of public interest. It's an interesting conversation and something that anyone that has any federal loan should really listen to and see if they can save themselves some money on student loan debt. Listen to this episode in its entirety. You can also follow up by reading the article published in the September issue of the FMBA Bulletin. And make sure you act fast because this limited waiver that Rob talks about expires on October 22nd of this year. So make sure you get it done before that deadline. And as always, thank you for listening and supporting FMBA Nation. All right, hey, what's up, FMBA Nation? This is Bill Brower, and we are live from the 126th annual NJFMBA September Convention here at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And I've got the honor and privilege to be joined by Robert Garrison, who is the Director of Legal Affairs for the PFRSNJ. And Rob and I are going to talk about uh, something that is very important and, and time sensitive, which is the uh, elimination of student loan debt yes. for public employees, correct? That's correct. So um, at last year in October 2021, uh, President Biden made changes to the regulations that govern the public interest loan forgiveness program. Um, prior to Biden, the Biden administration, um, there was very low success rates in terms of discharging the student loan debt. So to give you a little bit of a background in terms of what the rules are, if you complete 10 years of public service, have 10 years of qualifying payments, um, you can discharge the remaining balance of your student loan debt. So what we should be doing is basically putting it onto a 25-year repayment amortization period. Um, you have this the option basically of selecting the types of repayments that you're making. So you would want to also do a income-based repayment plan and basically spread those payments out over 25 years. Once you complete the 10 years with public interest loan forgiveness waiver that's currently in place, uh, which ends at the end of October of 2022. So there's a limited time period. I really think that you should try to do this. Correct. So what you have there's a few steps that you have to do to be able to get this in place. So the reason that there was such a low success rate in terms of getting these applications um, to go through was because there was a different type of loan that was originated prior to 2010 called an FFELP loan, which was the Federal federal Family Loan Program. And basically, if you went to school prior to 2010, your loans were basically going to be bad or some type of Perkins loans. They weren't going to be direct loans. Um, the limited time waiver that's in place right now allows you to consolidate non-conforming loans and make them into direct conforming loans. So what you have to do is you have to go onto the U.S. Department of Education website, fill out the consolidation request. So this takes generally about three days because you'll sign up to the website with your social security number, you'll see the total amount of indebtedness that you have. And then what you have to do is basically consolidate those loans into a direct loan. What they'll do is they'll smush all the loans together if you've never consolidated before and basically make one loan that's they're differentiated into uh, subsidized and unsubsidized loans, but generally you're going to consolidate everything. It's going to be made into a direct loan. Once that happens, if you have 10 years of qualifying payments, you submit a certification through Mohila as the current servicer. Um, prior to September 15th of 2022, it was actually Fed Loan Servicing that was the servicer. Um, once you do that consolidation, you put in the certification, 
that will basically they'll look through to make sure that you have the qualifying periods of public service. Right. And this is everything. So this is teachers, this is police and fire, this is any type of public employee. Even if you teach in a private school, you'll qualify for this. Also, another consideration of people, questions that I've gotten is, you know, if you're, some people don't realize that things like Nelnet, um, AES are basically, they're alter egos of the federal government. So they're, they're basically semi-private companies that are servicing the student loan debt, but they're still actually federal loans. So unless you went for a completely private loan, which you'll be able to figure this out on the U.S. Department of Education website, whether it's truly a private loan or it's something that's a public loan that's basically just using a private servicer or a semi-private servicer, um, you want to consolidate those loans and basically put the certification in because as long as you have the 10 years, you'll be able to get the debt discharge that's tax-free. It's something that's a huge benefit for any type of public employee. All right, so let's uh, let's back up for a minute. So tell me about what you were just saying with regards to the F-E-L-L-P. FFELP. FFELP. And the older types of loans. So, like for instance, I have a, I have my federal loans through Nat Navian, right? Navian's a third-party servicer. That's correct. They're still they're still federal loans. It's just they they use these third-party servicers. So Navian, Sally May, Nelnet. These are all still federal loans, even though you have something that would appear to be a private company servicing it. They're still actually federal loans. So just. Even if you think that you have private loans, you might actually not have private loans. You might actually have federal loans. Right, and some of these loans that were taken out uh, earlier, like in the early 2000s, say, say, or 2000 to 2010, are, are older types of loans, but they're still able to be consolidated into this direct loan. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And that's basically what the limited time waiver is set there, is that if you had one of these older type of loans, they want to be able to encourage you to be able to get credit for them but you need to consolidate it into the correct type of conforming loan. And it doesn't mean matter, so the other piece of this too, even if you weren't on an income-based repayment plan, so you were on a 25 year repayment plan or some type of graduated payment plan didn't make the correct type of loan payments, yeah. as long as you make 10 years of payments, yeah. they're gonna give you credit for everything, even if you weren't on an income-based repayment plan at the time period that you've been making your payments. Gotcha, gotcha. You have to be a member of a public pension system, correct? Uh, a public employee. A public employee, okay. So you have to be a member, or you have to be a public employee. Um, you have to have federal loans in this direct loan program. Correct. So if you don't currently have federal loans in the direct loan program, you've you, got to consolidate them correct. into a direct loan. And then what about, what about some of the other, um, I guess, not qualifications, but what are some of the other things that you... So let's say um, you need to be, I would say, up to date on your payments, correct? Yes, that's correct. So you can't be in default or anything like that? Correct. Uh, there's one caveat with that. So since um, the, the under President Trump, he actually started the, the, the policy of basically deferring payments. So you get, quali- you get qual- qualifying payments out of the zero payments that have been since the pause of the student loans. So if you haven't been paying during the time period that there's been the temporary pause on student loans, you're still going to get credit for those months of service. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then as, as far as the, the timeline goes, from the time that you start this process to the time that your loans are forgiven, what are they saying about how many weeks, months? Um, so it's a, it's about two to three months in total yeah. um, to go through the process. So you 
want to make sure that you do the consolidation by the deadline because right. that will make sure that you get all of your loans into the correct type of loan. Right. Um, you know, time is of the essence with this because it's really until the end of October that, that you really have this. Yeah. Um, October 20th, 2022 is actually the final, the cutoff date for it. So you want to make sure that you get That's in. That's the consolidation part. Correct, correct. Yeah. So after that, the, the certification that you're doing, like that can be on the back end, but you really want to start working on it sooner rather than later. Right. Um, the actual process of them looking at the loans takes generally about two to three months. Okay. Um, they are in the middle of transferring from Fed Loan Servicing to Mokila as the new servicer for this program. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, you got to factor that in that they're getting loads and loads of these. So the processing time when I did it actually for my own loans was shorter because I did it when the program first started, like was opened up for this. Yeah. Um, but people who kind of lag behind, it's a little bit longer waiting time. Like gotcha. it's, it's, you want to be first in line to basically try to get this done. Gotcha. So we're going to be featuring an article in the next bulletin that, that covers this and kind of gives you a step-by-step -step process, right? Of step one, this is what you gotta do. Step two, this is what you gotta do, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So I did a write-up basically saying these are, like it's literally a checklist of the things that you have to do yeah. um, to be able to get the uh, get all the documents in order to basically get it through and get it processed by the U.S. Department of Education. Gotcha. So we're gonna put this podcast out then before uh, the next bulletin comes out, which is gonna be the September bulletin. Uh, the September bulletin is gonna have this information in it, which will be delivered to your door prior to that October 20th deadline so there should be plenty of information out there about this for everyone to take advantage of um, if there's any other questions that come up Rob is there any way we can reach out to you get in touch with you yes absolutely I can be contacted at robert.garrison at pfrs.nj.gov and I'd love to have the opportunity to be able to walk through people through the process to make sure that they get this huge benefit because this is life-changing for people who have student loan debt yeah 100% Rob thanks again for coming on I appreciate the time and talking about this and uh you know, hopefully uh, we get the word out and, and people can take advantage of it. Yeah, I, I really, it's, it's a great program. I'm very happy to be able to help people uh, you know, navigate the, the way to do this. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, everyone. Well, that wraps up another great episode from FMBA Nation. Thanks for listening to it. And if you don't already, make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can listen to this podcast on any of the major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. And if you have an Alexa-enabled device and enable the TuneIn skill, you can say, Alexa, play FMBA Nation podcast on TuneIn Radio. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of the podcast, or would like to be featured on the FMBA Nation podcast where you can talk about your products and or services that you have to offer, be sure to email us at nation at njfmba.org. And until next time, be safe.